When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I said, Mom, I was whispering in her ear. She looked like she was in a coma. I said, Mom, I had to go see, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she said, is that person okay? But she whispered it. How are the kids? Like that, like a movie, man. You know, you see that in a movie. You're like, make sure you tell everyone I love them. No. No, Johnny, don't go. It was just like that. Just like that. I'm not even exaggerating. What's up, everyone? Got a bunch to talk to you about today. Uh, from the passing of my mom to some shows that we did to things I'm working on to family life to all kinds of stuff. So we'll, we'll shoot right out of the cannon. Got a lot of messages from fans, and I can't thank you enough. I really, you really have no clue. You know, being good in life doesn't, it doesn't, take that much effort but it's amazing what little little good moments do for not only for for me but for everyone you you inspire me you reach out to me and i i read them i have read so let me let me read just so you know i get like sean in cleveland hey jim i just listened to your latest podcast about your mom and hospice i just want to let you know it really hit home and there's many people out there that are really going through a lot as well as we're thinking about you, and you're a great son, and blah, blah, See, if I read, I'm going to get all choked up, so I can't. Um, but anyway, uh, I was at, uh, I'm hopefully I can come to Detroit or Atlantic City to see you there. Uh, thanks for sharing your stories, and blah, blah, blah. So thank you, Sean, in Cleveland. Uh, those things mean a lot to me. They, I do get them. I don't always respond immediately, but I do get them. I have, uh, this is a great one. This is from Jared. Hope all is well. Just listen to your podcast. Very touching. Wishing you and your family all the best as you go through a difficult time. I'm actually having a difficult time with my family. Nothing on the level of what you've gone through. Which is... All torn apart by BS drama and selfishness. Oh, let me tell you something, bro. You're not the only one I can I can tell you that. It's so stressful on so many levels. You're going to have to get that under control because that will kill you. You give me a lot to think about, and I would love nothing more to be able to have what you have had with your father and mother. Uh, and he goes on and God, I, I don't want to read all his stuff. You're I regret having missing you, seeing you at Hard Rock and Biloxi. That's all right. There'll be more. 
love the Mets updates, even though I'm a Cubs fan and all your stand-up special. Which, that's another thing. If you, I'm looking to amp that up a little. I really want to create an ESPN for the fans by the fans. So check out Bats, Balls, and Brew. Make updates. Talk about your team. Talk about your team. Oh, my God. We won two out of three. Big deal. This team is an absolute f***ing joke. 23 to 8. Syndergaard, get out of here, you little Barbie doll. Get the f*** out of here. And go to Bats, Balls, and Brew, B-R-E-U, and upload your stuff. Because what I'd like to do is, by the All-Star break, take the best of whatever videos are fine out there, reach out to you, start interviewing you. Let's talk about the teams and let you be the, the analyst for the team. So I sound a little nasally, and I'll tell you why. I just, this, this, you know, my mom passed on uh, last uh, Wednesday, early, early in the morning. I got up at 7 a.m. to go check on her, and she already passed. Uh, I knew that night. I did a benefit in Philadelphia for a, a soldier slash veteran who lost his wife to cancer while she was pregnant she wanted to save the child and and so she died you know and saved the kid it was heavy stuff so I knew that night when I was leaving my mom I had I, I was a little on edge I was a little quiet that night I was talking with him. His name is Max and his family, and I met everyone. But I, 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 when I came home that night, I just knew. I saw my mom, and I texted everyone. Tomorrow's definitely the day if she makes it tomorrow. And I woke up, and she passed. And, hey, man, I had 90 years with her, but it's your mom. And uh, you go through the motions, and we have an awesome, awesome, amazing thing we're doing. I'm all over the place. But the reason why I sound a little nasally, I just went in a room because today they come and they clear the they clear out the supplies that hospice gives you. They give you a medical bed, oxygen tank, stuff like that. And uh, I was in the room and I just, it was my first real primal scream let go. I haven't really had time to think about it. I try to block it out. It was my first, I mean, screaming. I was, ah, ah. I was, I was like, I waited till my wife left. She went somewhere where, with my mother-in-law. I was, ah, mommy! It was, it was psychotic. But it's deep and you have to let it out. It's, you gotta let it out. So I let that out, felt great. Oh, um, but check this out. So my mom passed and people coming over all day. My family went through 12 bottles of wine within five hours. Uh, there were about eight of us here. So we're sitting there thinking about, we, we really didn't want to do a funeral. The entire bloodline had seen her, been with her here in New Jersey. Um, so we were thinking... You know, what, what are we going to sit in a funeral parlor with the casket and 
ask people to come from, we already did it. So let's do something amazing. So my mom had her uh, burial already laid out, found her papers. And the papers basically said she wanted to be buried in Queens. So the burial is actually Thursday, this Thursday in Queens. And not, going to Queens from where we live is a real pain in the ass. I am not going to lie to you. What part of Queens you want? Take us to the most common part. That's easy. There's one thing Queens has got a lot of. It's common parts. What does dumb fuck mean? And there was a sick part of me and my sister went, do we really, really have to bury her in Queens? Uh, can't we just burn it up and maybe put ashes around or something? And I know that sounds horrible, but I'm just being dead honest. Oh, yeah. This is where the selfishness, like, come on, she's gone. Uh, so my sister is going, you know, she, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, what, what, what did she tell you? And she went, I want to be buried with my parents where my father is. And my mom adored her father. And she lost her father at a young age. She had an amazing life. My mom, she was brought up a really, an amazing family. She had, she was born in Greenwich Village, New York. And her father was a contractor, construction, built his own carpenter. And I guess they had money, not crazy money, but they had money. And he had a little farm out in Long Island in Miller Place, built these bungalows out in Miller Place that are still there. And so my mom's life started literally with falling in love as a young girl. She got married, World War II breaks out and her husband goes to war, lefty, Edwin, and he comes home on leaving and he only has not too much left time and there's only and now while he's home they get pregnant she gets pregnant with his child he goes back to world war ii and literally in february before world war ii ended i apologize for not knowing the history right now but i think it was maybe a couple weeks later he gets killed in france by a Nazi sniper. And I never understood my mom. Now my mom has this child the rest of her life. And then her next rock in life was her father. All she talked about was her father. And two years later, perhaps from stress, um, the mafia approached him and they threatened him. They said, you know, about his business and where he was doing his business and and my mom was there when he was threatened and uh this is what 1940s so probably through stress so his, her father died in her arms it's this young girl with the little girl with the a little child so she definitely started off and then a year later her uncle died and then her mom Said, you got to figure things out and blah, blah, blah. Shot out of the cannon. Boom. 
So my mom had some history in life. I'm not gonna. It's, I, you know what? I may do a whole podcast on it. It's a movie. I'm afraid someone's gonna steal it as a movie. I'm not even gonna lie. It's it's absolutely amazing the history that happened after that. So here's what we're doing. So Thursday's the burial. She wants to be buried with her father, and her mom is buried there, and a lot of her cousins and uncles and stuff, and they bought a whole bunch of plots. Now here's what I know this is crazy. She's I have a lot of messages and I'll leave some. You're going to hear them at the end of this podcast that I'll have forever. And I highly suggest all of you when your parents leave you something, your kids leave you a voicemail, just keep them. Store them. I knew one day she was going to be gone and I knew one day I just want to hear a voice. So I saved them. And I'll play him at the end of this. And that's the mom I want to remember. So she was a crazy Met fan. Crazy Met fan. Our dog's name was Mookie. Enough said. After Mookie Wilson. And she loves Ron Darling of the Mets. Always talking about Ron Darling. And uh, so Thursday, we said, why don't we all take a bus? The family would take a bus. All 20 of us from the Jersey side going to hop in a bus and go to this, the funeral. Fine, good. Here we go. The whole clan. And I can guarantee you they're going to be drinking at 8.30 a.m. So most of us are going to show up all lit up, hop off the bus, go to my mom's grave site. And so one of, I I said, man, it'd it'd be cool if we were all at a Met game after that. So I look up Thursday, of all days, the Mets have a day game at 1.10 p.m. The burial is 11.30, so that's going to last about a half hour. We're 15 minutes from City Field when the Mets play. So now we're all going to hop on the bus. We have relatives from Connecticut and, and deep Long Island coming in. Now we're all going to go on the bus. Now we're all going to go to the Met game. The Mets! Set me up with a suite. So I want to personally thank the offices, the ticket office of the New York Mets. You know, I, I, I told you, the Atlanta Braves, that organization, class act, boy, did they set me up with a Braves fan. The game got rained out, but boy, did they set me up. The guy saw me at the ticket window and said, we got you covered. He knows I'm a Met fan. But I was also with Braves fans. I was, I was with, uh, from Facebook, another Bats, Balls, and Brew, Donnie Cleary. You can see him making his Braves updates. Who, by the way, his father just passed. And my heart goes out to Donnie. Sudden heart attack, and, and he lost his father. Who's actually being buried the same day as my mother. So, check this out. They give us a suite, so that is what we're doing for my mom's pass. We're going to the burial. We're, we're going to bury my mom. I'm so, I feel so good she's with her father. Whether you believe in anything, whatever. Just the fact that, peace of mind, she's with her father who she adored her whole life. Couldn't, I, she hurt so much in her life over her father and her firstborn son who eventually died, my brother. Left three young boys. <clears throat> and um, 
And then we're going to the Met game. And then we're all going to bus it home. And, uh, you know, what better way to celebrate a freaking life? And I know this is cynical. I, some of you may see it cynical, but we, we were thinking about wearing shirts, okay? And, again, this is a funny family. And one of the shirts we're thinking about doing is, is my mom's shirt, my mom's picture on the front. And on the back says, she's out of here. You're out. You're out. I, I mean, that's freaking funny. I'm sorry, but that's funny. So that is where we're at. That's where I'm at. And I, I literally was just in a room, had a big, deep, screaming, primal cry. And so for my mom this Thursday, what a great event. I miss you, mom. I'm always going to miss you. I love you. I love you so much. Let's move on to a different directions where we're going to talk about some of the shows. We just had shows in Chicago, and um, we had a good time. We had a really good time. The band was good. <clears throat> it makes me, uh, we, we played Peoria, Illinois, and uh, the venues, I love that venue. absolutely love that venue. And, you know, the band is set up, and we had planned a couple shows it was there, and then we were going to play Chicago, downtown Chicago, the next night. And I've noticed if I if I advertise the band, we don't sell tickets because people are too confused, and they just don't get it, and they don't know what's going on. If So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to book some shows, and certain shows I know where it's just going to work. And just say an evening with Jim Brewer because that's what it's turned into. And when we played Peoria, it was it was a great, great show. Like we came out, we start off with the song Thrash. Now, Lou, play Thrash. Now, you're coming to see a comedy show and they don't know what. I just, we just beat the snot out of them with this right out the gate. And the funny part is they're all sitting down and they're kind of watching. They're like, what, what, what's going on here? Like, what is he? What, what's going on? Now, some people were really into it and were super excited the music was there. So they were, they were, they were pumped up listening to this. But there was, there's this guy in the third row, and he's just, he's got his fingers shoved in his ears. He was in living hell. And as soon as I ended the song, song ends. As soon as the song ends, I went, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. A lot of you are like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I thought he was doing a goat for an hour. And then instantly in the fun. And what I did is I, I did what I've been doing in Bernie's in Chester. And what I really want to do is this one-man show. It's an evening with Jim Brewer, the story of a lifetime, where I'm kind of like the Forrest Gump of entertainment. I've worked with the absolute biggest stars that exist. Name the star, and I've worked with most of them. 
that are out there. And whether it was through my radio show, Brew Unleashed, where we were the regulators for years. Regulators! <laughs> whether it was on Senate Live or Half Baked or stand-up comedy or little little parts on a sitcom or something like that. I've 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 been blessed to work with huge stars. You know, sing with major rock bands because so what I'm proud of in my life and there's two comments that, that have been said to me over the past by two very big names and they both came off very sarcastic when they said it and I'm not going to throw their names out there but and it made me think for a second and then it made me realize like no I'm very proud of what I've accomplished and I'm very proud of who I am and what my parents made me. I've, I fight real hard to balance work and family. And what I mean by family is like being there, knowing when you have to be there, balancing being selfish with your own wants and needs and, and balancing on being home Knowing that you have teenage children, knowing that your wife has been around alone with the kids a little too long, knowing when to take that break, knowing like, I don't need this paycheck this week or two. Let, 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 me, let me take time off. Let's all get away. Let's spend really close time together. Let's, you got to stay in tune of what's really important. You only get one shot of being a parent. Some of us get many shots of being a husband. I don't. I, I vowed I don't ever want to be a husband twice. And I don't. God forbid ever anything happens to my wife. I don't think I... No. No. One shot. Kill it at the one shot. Done. I like I like hitting home runs. I'm the pinch hitter in life. I like getting up to the plate. to a spot in a sitcom. I want to knock it over the 410 mark. But whatever I'm doing, I want to smash that ball. I want to be in the highlight reel. What's the score, boys? What did Bugs Bunny do? What's with the Carrot League Baseball today? Bugs Bunny, 96. Gas House Gorillas, 95. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we did the show, and I did it like a, um, it's, it's a one-man show where I talk about this is how I started in life. This was my dream, and this is what was going on at home, and this is the song I had in my head. Cut to the next heavy story. I tell us Chris Farley's story. I tell us, if you read my book, I'm not high, but I have a lot of crazy stories about blah, blah, blah. Some of the stories are from there, and they're way more powerful when I'm talking to them. And, and what the band does is they score my stories. So what's kind of cool is when the bit's over, the music kind of ends, and people know, like, wow, that was a great story. Big applaud break, blah, blah, blah. And I will say this. So we did two shows. One was in Peoria, Illinois, which I have to say I think was the better of the two. And then the second show was in downtown Chicago, amazing theater 
And um, that was a great show too. Both nights, standing ovations. And the greatest comment I could have had when we finished our second show, we, uh, I went to go get paid and the, the, the people that ran the place, I said, was the show okay? You know, I know there's no production or anything like that. We're just up there raw. And I swear on my life, the lady goes, and this inspired me so much. She goes, I am so upset. So, oh man, did, she went, no, no, no. I am so upset for the people that missed this show. I've been working here for over 10 years. That was the greatest show I've ever seen. It was touching, moving, motivating, inspiring, and hilarious. And it freaking rocked. And thank you. Thank you. Because that's what I live for. That is what I live for. And I can't wait. wait. I can't wait for all of you to see it. So now I'm more motivated to, to jump into the production side of this. We are going to do this in Las Vegas at the South Point Casino in September. Uh, they're talking about adding a Sunday show. And that is, I, I, I hope you guys get to see this. And I'm not just trying to sell it. I'm telling you, you will be moved as a human. It, 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 it I mean, I... I very rarely get super stoked about things. And when I get super stoked, it's because I'm able to inspire, make you laugh hard, and walk away feeling like you're a better freaking person. I, I, I live for that. I thrive for that. I really do. Life is a box of chocolates, Forrest. You never know what you're gonna get. I got to see Metallica. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. The coolest thing is I was at the Nassau Coliseum uh, and Metallica's new, new album is, it's a monster. It's a monster. Hardwired, Moth into the Flame, Now That We're Dead, Halo on Fire, Revenge, Spit Out the Bone. It, it doesn't end the whole freaking album and I got to see James and Kirk and Lars and I was super excited because I have two friends that I brought to Nassau Coliseum they didn't know that I knew anyone and uh, we went in through the loading dock and they're walking with me and you know the whole time they're like you know should we should we get a parking ticket I said I think I'm good I think I'm good hey should we get a I can go on Amazon, I get real, not Amazon, on, on StubHub and get first row or general seating. I said, nah, let me, let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. And I also knew Rob Caggiano because he's in Volbeat, who I like to say, call as Elvis Metal. Who, by the way, they, they freaking rocked. Um, they, they're a very original band. Great singer. He's, he's, I love Volbeat. I'm like, I love Volbeat. And if you haven't discovered them, check them out. Check them out. They can go hardcore metal. They can go super pop. They're, they play everything. I'm a huge fan of Volbeat. And Rob Caggiano, 
who did uh, who produced my album of course is the lead guitarist of Volbeat and produces them as well so I got to see Rob I got to see the band get to so, but Metallica so bring my friends in and two minutes you know I'm with James's assistant his name is Ray and Ray's like, you know, hang out here. And they're going, whoa, you know, where are we? I'm so, ah, it's a, it's a VIP room. It's cool. And James comes in and we say hello. And I thought their eye, you ever see like Bugs Bunny when the eyes just pop out? <laughs> it was really fun. Just to watch them and they're diehard Metallica fans. And I just, they, these two guys have done so much for me. It was the least I can do for them. They, they've done so much for me. And Metallica just destroyed the place. And then I was thrown off because if you look on Metallica in their videos and you look at live from Nassau Coliseum in Long Island when they come out, I, I, I mean, I was there, but I didn't expect them to do this. They literally go, they're, they're in the loose circle and James starts going, let's do this and let's... Let's do a great show and blah, blah, blah. And let's rock this place out for Jim Brewer. And I went, I, whoa. I just, and you hear me giggle in the background. I thought, I thought he was kind of messing with me. Hey, Hey, everybody. Are you all ready? Yeah. Let's go out here and kick some ass. This is, uh. The only indoor show on this deal, huh? Yeah. So let's enjoy it. Yes. Learn what we got to do uh, on the indoor stuff. Have fun on the drum part. It's going to be awesome in yes. there. It's going to yes. be huge. Yes. Giant. Yes. Okay, let's kick ass for Jim Brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, Jim. Woo! <laughs> and I had no clue. It was on. People were texting me the next day and throughout the week and they still are going dude i get people on facebook going who's who's freaking jim brewer i mean i know he's a comedian but what the f another guy like just angry that they mentioned me and it was it was awesome you know considering at the time i knew i was losing my mom uh james was very he was a great friend still is a great friend through all that so you know him as metallic i know him as 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 James the friend as the older brother to me he's, he's like an older brother to me and um, then I got to see him at Rock on the Range which I what a set Rock on the Range what a freaking concert three days of, of non-stop madness madness and then you had that whole thing with Chris Cornell from Soundgarden and Listen, he has kids, and I don't want to talk about it, but I I think there's a lot missing to that story. I, I think that was some kind of weird freak accident. I, I don't know. And I, I will tell you this. Whatever he was taking, you know, they said he was on something. He was slurring his words. I was giving that to my mother while she was going through the hospice care. The same exact drug. And that was to, if, if they started, the lady said, if your mom starts feeling super irritated, 
and she starts, you know, angst and has a lot of anxiety. Take this, you know, give this to her so it can calm her and basically knocks your ass out. It just, it would knock her out. And they say Chris Cornell was on that, but I don't, I don't know. I think something weirder and darker happened. Uh, Oh, either way, it's just a tragedy, you know, and this is, again, it doesn't matter how high up on the ladder you are in life. It really, when are you going to realize it doesn't matter how successful you are, the CEO of the biggest company the biggest star in television and movies, the biggest rock star. You have more money than anyone can ever count in a lifetime, in many lifetimes. People like Chris Cornell, Chris Farley, and all the people that we know that you see over and over and over again. And Metallica... This is why I listen to Moth and to the Flame. It's exactly what it's about. It's it's a brilliant song. And it doesn't matter if you don't have a foundation in your life. You have nothing. You have nothing. Period. You're, you're, you're empty. You're zero. I'm not going to tell you what that foundation should be. But something that anchors your life to a meaning of why you're here. A balance of why you're here. What keeps your feet on the ground. What keeps your... What you really need. The necessities of life. I... I'm not going to lie to you. There's times I want a billion dollars. I have this freaking dream that I'm going to make a gazillion dollars one day and I'm going to I'm going to pay off everyone's bills. I'm going to show up at cancer foundations and I'm going to put video screens, which by the way, can someone do this? Can someone please do this in hospitals and cancer places for for patients? Take down the TVs, put up screens that play Funny videos nonstop. Play animals, th- funny animal videos, funny videos to, that are uplifting. Get the damn news out of everywhere. I, it's it's appalls me that I have to go to a gate anywhere and see a freaking news channel on. That is brainwashing. It is. It's worse than being harassed. Well, then look away. How can you look away? It's blaring. It's blaring. I got to sit at a gate with children and I don't... It's brainwashing. Period. No matter how you break it down, that's exactly what it is. Can they please put up funny videos? If I'm sitting there and I'm a cancer patient or I'm bringing a cancer patient or any patient into a rehab center or you're getting your injections of chemo you're in the darkest part of your life can you have videos playing 
that are funny and uplifting. So when you walk in, there's a little bit of a cheer. There's a little bit of a hope. There's a little bit of something. You need foundation in life. And there's, t yeah, there's times where I want a gazillion dollars. And that's one of the things I want to do. And then I want to do something crazy. I think there's part that goes, there's no way I can have money because I'd be out of my mind. I'd be out of my mind. My ultimate trip is to pay off everyone's bills, help certain foundations that I know will help individuals. It doesn't go to a big board and we're non-profit. Yo, okay, yeah, sure. And and then I want to do fun stuff. Like I want to I want to I want to fly like my whole family to Africa and go on a safari for a month and just live there from but I also know I, I look at my house and I and I think about the things I've done with my children, my wife, who are going on 24 years this year, my parents, my father, the way I saw him struggle in life, the way my mother struggled in life, the blue collar element, the family, that faith. It, it you have to have that. You have to have it. And you can be a person that goes, oh, I don't believe in it. That's fine. That's fine. You have to have something. You have to have something. Or you're empty. I don't care. You're empty. And that's what leads to this dark madness. And it just proves time and time again. Jeez. The man had two children. The man had a wife. Horrible. Just horrible. I mean, come on, man. You gotta look at yourself and say, do you, do you have a do you have a roof over your head? Do you are you able to find food? Are you able to does someone love you? Are you able to love? Start with that. Start with that. Take it from there. Holy crow. I just, I don't get it. I'm all over the place. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. I'm back. I was all over the place. So the shows were freaking awesome, but that Metallica. Oh! Oh! They're animals. They're animals. Nobody, I don't know who you are. Nobody's better than Metallica. Period. No one works harder than Metallica. Rock thrash metal selling out stadiums. You know why? Because they work their balls off. They work their balls off. What band, besides touring, jams, goes in a jam room and jams for an hour just to get their heads right and get ready for a show? Who does that? They don't have to do that. I, I have I have so much respect for them. So much for that entire crew, the way they run their ship. It's uh they they just came out killing from the minute they hit stage to the minute they walk off. And you know what was the coolest thing was? I would see people my age with their teenage kids. And to see the new teenage kids getting into it. And you know what blew me away too? The newer stuff. 
people all singing all the lyrics to the new songs. That that Metallica probably hasn't had that in 30 years. I'm not saying their other albums are not great, but I ha- I haven't seen the following, including myself, fall in love with a with an album in 30 years like this. This album is killer. Killer. Freaking love it. <sighs> so it was uh, there was a lot that happened in the last week. This is all in like a week. It, it was I feel like I got shot out of a shot out of a cannon. Now one thing I, one thing I will say about when someone passes away, there's one of two things that happen. Either the family divides because there's money involved. Or, or weird emotions, egos, pride. That stuff divides a family. But I will say, my mom's passing united this family. And we had our little quarrels. We've had some issues. Sometimes time is a great healer. Time's an incredible healer. You don't forget but you forgive. And I do forget. Life's too short, man. Anytime I start getting really wanting to s- smash someone, you ever get that? You ever get like, like you're, I don't know. You, I have I have scenarios in my head. Like I'm a vigilante. That's, that's another reason why I don't watch news. Sometimes I'll see something and I want to hunt the person down and I want to take the law in my own hands, be the vigilante. No one knows I'm the vigilante because I'm on TV and I'm a comedian that tours and no one would expect it. But my mom united us. I have to say it was, uh, it's a beautiful thing that we're all together. And I really, really, really can't wait for Thursday. Can't wait to jump on that bus. Can't wait to hate, uh, head to Queens. It's going to be sad when they bury her. It's also going to be a peaceful thing. My mom was very, very, she had a lot of angst in life, a lot of anxiety, a lot of pain, a lot of pain. And now she, and but he, funny. My mom was freaking funny. Really funny. And, uh, you know, people say, did you get it from your father? My father was funny. He was a different funny. He was dark. And dry. My mom was animated and loud. Hello, hello. That's. I think I'm way more of that. And it's from my mom. So thank you, mom, for the great humor that you gave me and this whole freaking family. Damn, I'm gonna miss you. Damn. Like I said earlier, record. Whatever voicemail you have from your wife, from your kids, from your mom, your dad, your best friend. And you have moments like these. Hope you enjoy it. And these are some voice messages from my mom that I've saved. Just a couple. And this is the mom I'm always going to remember. And I want to thank you. I thank you. And I know this part of the podcast. I'm not hilarious on the podcast. I can't. I don't, I'm. I'm too exhausted to be hilarious all the time. I'd rather know you as a real person. I'd rather know you as a friend. 
that that means more to me than anything else in the world. And I gotta say, I think I have the greatest fans ever. I have people that come up to me a lot in an airport or whether I'm eating, and they they I, I don't know if it's just because they know enough of me from listening to Howard Stern or or listening to podcasts or from radio shows from the past or whatever it is. I want. I, I, we're all the same. If I can help you through the day, phenomenal. A lot of you help me through the day. And you guys come up to me and you go, hey, Jim, I just want to say, I just, you know. It's always a quick hello and then you move along. I love that about you. I love that about my fans. I love it. <sighs> all right. This was a good healing session. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope, I hope it helps some of you. I really do. Please write. Write to me. Meddle in me or write to uh, write on my website. We do get to them. Trust me. We do get to them. May not get to all of them, but we do get to them. So I want to thank you because you mean more than me than you really know. Get a foundation, man. Life is simple. Keep it simple. And when you got great things, that come along, extra money, extra trip, an extra moment, extra laugh, that's a perk. Those are great perks in life. They're not deserved. Just enjoy that moment because you never know it's going to go away. Enjoy everything you have because you never know you're not going to have it. And that's the reality. I love you, Mom. I'm so glad I have this to listen to the rest of my life. Thank you, guys. I hope you like these messages. Seems to me that Jim is never available. Where did you go today? I didn't see you anywhere hiding under the cars or hanging from the trees. Give me a call when you can someday, sweetie pie. Bye. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, you look like a monkey, you belong in the zoo, have a happy birthday, I love you very much, try to stop over, I have a letter for you, bye. Don't tell me you're still asleep because I know the kids are up, it's a quarter to ten and it's Christmas, so get up out of bed, now. Goodbye.